Hey everybody, welcome back to Sav Talks. I am so sorry for not posting last week. It was such a hectic week, honestly. I really didn't even have time to like take a breather. I was having so much stuff going on. I will kind of get into some exciting news for you guys a little bit later, but I did want to go ahead and kind of finish the series um, that I started. So um, this is part two of um, a three-part little series, kind of just giving you guys more insight about myself and maybe just helping you guys out as well if you've ever been through this. And it's definitely a tough one to talk about, and it's definitely hard to kind of relive some of those hard memories that you don't always think about. But I truly feel like if you talk about them and you live through them and you kind of let yourself feel that pain again, you can start to heal as well. And I think that this is also a good healing process for me as well because it's something that's hard to get over right away and it's going to take a lot of time um, just because of the severity of it. It truly does affect you. And I wanted to kind of share this with you guys. So um, part two is going to be the post-breakup, honestly, of kind of what I went through, um, what that kind of looked like. So be prepared. Um, I said, again, that this is a kind of an intense little mini-series. The last one will be a much more positive outlook. Um, But again, brace brace yourselves, you guys. Um, it is kind of a more serious topic, but I feel like we should talk about these type of topics because a lot of us go through it. We just don't know that because a lot of people don't want to talk about it, but we need to. We need to make this a light of where people understand that this is a very big deal. It happens a lot more than we think, and we can't keep sweeping this under the rug because it's not okay. You got to be there for other people if they're trying to tell you something. You know, At the end of the day, though, it is on our end to um, do something about it. You know, we have to want to, but we also need to be there as a resource for people who finally decide. And I think that's why this is so important to me as well. So we left off. I had, um, was left him. I basically was in the car with my mom for 12 hours driving back from Vegas to Colorado. Um, during that drive, we found out that my brother was getting uh, married. He just proposed, um, to his now wife, which was kind of crazy. And at first I thought I was okay. You know, I thought to myself, I got out. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. They don't tell you why you felt fine. Those first few, I was in shock. I think I was in denial. I was in shock. I don't think I really understood the severity of my issue. And I don't think I did for a really long time. Because I didn't want to. I didn't want to really think about what actually happened to me. And it was scary to think about it. Him and I actually had, he manipulated me still when I left. Because we kept in contact for a while. Because um, 
he put me in a lot of debt. I would say all everything was in my name and I ended up having to pay it all back. But I had to keep cordial with him because he still had some of my stuff because I couldn't take everything and there was just some manipulation that he played into like putty. I immediately was hanging out with people again. I was going out. I was kind of being destructive again. I was going on dates because I had to keep my mind off of it. I didn't want to get better at first. Um, I just assumed I would always be okay. And I was just going to bounce right back. I mean, but then you have to understand two and a half years of this really did a number on me. And it was something that I still have a hard time believing that it actually happened. It's weird to think that I really did turn out okay. A little damaged, um, a little bit of scarring, but I didn't think I would, you know. Um, by March, he was blocked. Everything was done. I mean, pretty much, you know, we finally got everything taken care of. But um, I became, I definitely had severe PTSD for a while. Um, I still kind of do. Um, but I was very manic. Um, I would get into severe rage and be screaming bloody murder at the top of my lungs at my family when we get into an argument, and I would be destructive. Um, they would have to walk on eggshells. They didn't know if I was going to be like a ticking time bomb. I would be, um, I was so emotional, and then I would cry, and I would cry, and I would really, really cry, and I think what the problem was is that nobody could really help me because they didn't really understand it. And if somebody did, they didn't want to talk about it. So I had to go through these motions alone, completely alone, actually, which is something we should never have to do because this was so bad that how am I supposed to, you know, emotionally be okay without somebody helping me out? Um, I will tell you guys now that I actually still am not completely okay. I don't think I ever got the complete help I needed. I am very much, you know, I don't think I'm completely over the situation. Not in the sense of because I want him back or anything like never in my life. But I think because I still have not had the chance to really kind of go through what happened to me piece by piece with somebody to help me kind of look at it a little, you know, help me look at it, you know, because it's scary to look at it again. And I um, definitely feel now I'm in a much more solid place where I can now go through that motion. And um, I'm going to go through that motion a little bit more deeper for myself in general to maybe help with some of the feelings I still have there. Um. You know, it's been two years since I've been back home. Um, 
you know, this is going to be into my third year. But again, when you don't get the help you need to um, really find, to kind of really help you get over these, you know, traumatic, you know, these traumatic events that you went through and you don't get the proper help for it, it's really hard to fully get over something like that, you know, without help. And I would like to reiterate that you have to get the help because it's important. And I didn't realize how important that was going to be. And I don't think some of my family even realized that either yet at the time. Um, but anyway, we, uh, I, I just kept trying to just get over it as much as I could. It was, um, it was really rough for a while. I was in so much debt from him, from him using me. And, um, I wanted to talk to um, them about it, but I couldn't. Because every time I brought up his name or tried to say something, they would get so angry at me. So angry. And uh, yell that they didn't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Just makes me mad. I ended up having to bottle it up a lot. And that's not healthy either. But I think a lot of the time, I think what happened is there was such a guilt there that it was hard, especially for my mom. It was so hard for her to look at it that way. I mean, it was really hard for her to under, to really fully understand that this happened. And I think it hurt her so bad that it did. Um, but unfortunately, that was not what I needed. And nobody really... Help me understand that. Nobody did. Nobody knew what I should have done. And I'm not blaming them. A lot of people don't. A lot of people truly do not know what to do or how to like feel. Because this is it's a hard topic to really go over. I really kept it in. I did. And it just made me worse, I think, um, because I couldn't, I, I couldn't do anything. I um, would purposely, you know, go on dates and be dating people I knew that were not good for you because I knew it would end bad. And I think I wanted it to end bad. I think I wanted destructive. I wanted to make this point of there's nobody out there. There's nobody good and, you know you are just going to be alone forever and close up yourself. I think for me, that was like something that I felt truly like, you know, you're never going to get the happiness that you think is out there because you don't deserve it. I truly felt that for such a long time that I never deserved a good life or happiness. I was always going to be that person that got everybody through for themselves, but I was never going to get it. I really came home and I, you know, I didn't have any more friends. No good ones anyway. They all eventually, you know, just decided to be assholes and um, kind of go away from me. And I felt like I was a disease. That's how it felt. I felt. 
like I was a disease. And I didn't know how to like feel about it at all. Um, I was getting super bad um, to the point where it was affecting everybody around me. And I was so angry. I was so, so angry for what happened to me. And I didn't know who to blame anymore. I blamed myself. I blamed everybody. Because, you know, it was so crazy. And I was going through these phases of grief is what I've um, known it for. I was just in this very anger phase. And I took me a long time to actually get out of that one. To like accept that that is your past and now you have to move forward. And what are you going to do as you move forward? I uh, just thought to myself, eventually my mom talked to me about it. Not completely. I don't think I've ever really told anybody a lot of detail as I finally did, you know, to certain some. But, you know, we both talked. And she said that you can't do this to yourself anymore. She says you can't say you can't do it. And uh, and I was trying to explain to her, like, I can't control it. Because I couldn't. Because I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to deal with this. Because I never professionally got help like I should have. And I... And had nobody to talk to about it because nobody wanted to talk about it. So when I honestly said I can't, it was because I really felt like I could not go through this. Like, how do you get through this? I um I met my boyfriend Dan in August. Well, that was our first date. We were talking prior to that. But and I'm gonna get into more detail about the after effects um so we're not really getting into a lot about our um relationship that's going to be for the part three um because I kind of want to show you guys what happens with that light that I found uh and it's a real it's just cute it's gonna be really (laughs) really cute because I just am so in love with him like so in love with him and even when he pisses me off and just really annoys me I will still love that man to the day I die but um Anyway, I think he was the first person I told about what happened in detail. I just felt so comfortable, you know, just finally be like, I can talk to you about this. Like, I can say this to you. Um, and he never ran away. And I wanted him to know why I am the way that I am. And that I want a life with somebody. But I need you to know where I'm at and what happened to me. And why I do the things that I do. Or what things bother me. I think because I would like to put myself out there. I wanted to be vulnerable for the first time in a long time. And it was just 
so terrifying to say it out loud. It really was. I'm dumb. Even now as I'm going through it again and um, for a while I could, I suppressed a lot of it because again, I never really got the help I needed and I suppressed a lot of it and it came back up because I'm telling you problems like that don't go away. But if you don't deal with it properly, they're going to keep coming back and they could potentially really hurt you in the end. And I don't want that. I said in my first podcast that 2019 is the year of me, and it's going to be. And that even includes getting some help for myself as well. I even finally have the courage to tell him that I wasn't actually okay. That I have been feeling this way. Um, I told him that there was something wrong. And it was so scary to say that to somebody you love, you know. And I told him, I just don't know what to do anymore. I was like, because I don't know how to handle this anymore. And I don't know what's wrong. I was like, but there's something wrong. And I think there's multiple things that are going on with me right now, too, because of that. And because it's also probably progressed into something maybe that I'm not aware of. You know, like my anxiety may be worse than I thought or whatever it is. But... I think finally saying it out loud to somebody is like a terrifying process and you just are waiting for the reaction. And he was the best about it. Um, He was like, well, told me that he'll be there for me no matter what. Like I got to do what I got to do and he'll be there for me no matter what. And that was such a relief, you know. And I love that man for, like, honestly being so freaking nice all the time for, like, some of the stuff that I have to deal with. <laughs> but it's just, I what I'm really this point for part two was going to be is that we have to let ourselves heal from the hurt. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't move on if, while you're going through this healing process because we all know that that's not always, you know, it can happen. I did. Like, lovingly, I did. But the trauma is still there. And it's not going to go away. But there are better ways to deal with it. And nobody told me that. I had to find out for myself. So I wanted to share this with you guys. Because I want to let you know That if you've been through something like this, you need to get help. Don't don't do what I did. Don't go the hard way. Get help, you know. It's so much better in the end if you get help. Because it'll make your life easier. And I think that's the whole point. I honestly do. And I want everybody to be happy and okay. And I will gladly always help other people out because I love doing it. And with the experience that I've been through with some stuff, I'm a good person to talk to about. But I want to encourage anybody that's ever had to go through this, please get help. See someone that can really help you out so that you are going to be okay in the long run. Because I want you to be okay. Because I never got that opportunity until now. 
to truly understand why that is so important. And I want to say that I am in a much better place in my life for leaving one and for finally admitting that I need somebody to talk to to help me out. And I think admitting it to yourself is the very first step as well. That is pretty much it for my post-breakup. It wasn't, you know, it's not going to be as detailed as what really happened and stuff, but it's more for just encouragement of getting the right help that you need and kind of showing you guys what really actually does happen after that. You know, it's not pretty, and I think people want to assume that you just, like, get over like in the movies, but it's not. And talking about this really does help other people. Next week is part three. I promise next week is part three. Um, But I'm going to kind of talk to you guys about what my relationship that I have now looks like. It's a very 180. And I want to show you guys and talk to you guys about this because I want you guys to see what it's supposed to look like. Um, What I found out it's supposed to look like and be like. Um, and I encourage you guys that, yeah, love like that's out there. It really is. And it's beautiful and it's fun and it just makes you feel good and that he'll get there for sure. And it's very upbeat because he's awesome. I mean, he, again, everyone's going to make you mad in your life and they're going to do or say something stupid. And I even do it still too. And, uh, but at the end of the day. It's a good one, and I want to share that with you guys because I feel like showing you um, the bad and the good will show you that even though you went through bad, you can still find that good. And I'm a hopeless romantic, and I like romantic stories, so I thought I'd share mine. But that is all for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am so grateful for you guys. This has been such a great journey for me to like really do this. And I just look forward to um, continuing this uh, podcasting life um, and getting better at it. And I promise I will see you guys next week. Um, Again, so sorry for last week, craziness going on. But have a great day, everybody, and Sav's out.